Houston is all systems go! Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Couldn't help but think about Roger Clemens last night. I li- when, 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 when Verlander's coming off the mound, I'm thinking about Roger Clemens. Back in 2005, let me give you these numbers. He's got a 187 ERA with a 101 whip. What do you think his record should be? 187 in, ni- in, tw- in 32 starts. Oh, accounting for uh, some no decisions, probably 15 and 4. Yeah, he was 13 and 8. In 19 starts the next year, 230 with a 104 whip, 7 and 6. He got no. He used to come off the mound. If he gave up a run, he was like, oh, I don't think we can win today. <laughs> oh, man. How about that, Raj? I mean, you had you and Nolan Ryan here, you caught a lot of the same business when you were on the mound, and that's the same with JV last night, no? Yeah, I mean, you throw, you, you play as many years as we did, and, and, and JV has. Uh, you're you're going to run into that up every once in a while but yeah you got to get stingy if you're feeling it in the flow of the game as soon as i see like montgomery on a little bit and uh you know there's crucial innings we talk about the first inning being a great momentum you know inning i you know like i said the rangers you know rangers came out uh and more aggressive than the astros you know ever were I, I don't know what the game plan exactly was in their locker room but they came out quick they went into like uh Equivalent of a two-minute offense. I mean, they were they were hacking, and then JV went right to it. You know, he went right to his slider, his secondary pitch early, which you have to do. I mean, you probably see that this afternoon, and um, you know, with the ball, if if the Astros can jump, you know, can get him backing up bases a little bit with his fastball, he's going to go right to that split immediately, and he might throw it three or four times. Uh, it's not uncommon. I, I did it many times to certain hitters I faced. A lot of times, I threw them five straight splits. And um, but yeah, it's it's once you get a feel of the game where it's going to be one or two runs, you got to be really stingy and and uh, maybe go to your secondary pitch, even third pitch at times. Well, Roger, it was uh, you know Justin. They they asked Dusty Verlander. I mean Dusty Verlander. They asked Dusty Baker about. Justin having that time off from from uh, you know from the uh, from pitching and and being rusty and Dusty said yeah I can have an impact but he'll lock in here pretty quick and that's and that's what happened. Do you feel like this late in the season it is a is it a benefit in general to teams to have because that's the big part of the conversation is these these teams with higher seeds are losing and they took time off and were they rusty? Does the benefits outweigh the the quote unquote rust? Yeah, we we talked about that on the show a few days ago to, to see if anybody was going to be rusty. Um, and, you know, JV's the type of guy that, um, you know, I've heard that he, he's um, shadow boxed in his hotel room with his, you know, where, where he's putting his foot on the rubber and, and, you know, how he's getting his balance. I've always told the uh, listeners, and when you're watching, uh, he has a, JV has his toe tap when he slides. He slides a little bit on the on the pitching rubber. And then he puts his foot basically down the same spot because he, he doesn't move a whole lot. But the best thing he does, and for youngsters or college dudes or pro guys, is he's got that toe tap, and that helps him balance over the rubber so he can really get behind the baseball and still, you know, at times rush a ball in there, 94, 95. So, um, 
you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, maybe a dry bullpen where he's just simulating things and, and doing his work in between to make sure that, you know, his arm is, you know, his fast twist muscles are there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, I thought he pitched great. I mean, he really, you know, you know, so solo bombs are, are one thing. Three-run homers are a, a different animal. But, uh, you know, Montgomery pitched great for them. I mean, I was surprised to see his velo get 94, maybe 95. I don't know if he threw one at 95 or not. But the thing that he did um, fantastic was uh, in certain situations where the Astros did have a rally going, um, you know, he, he kept his heart rate down, and that curveball he threw um, at a speed, and even to Jordan, a, a slower speed, so he got some great depth on it. And we talked about it earlier, too. He, get, he, he got him, he featured that fastball up and in, out of the zone, and then he went to the breaking ball late, 3-2, I believe, uh, one or two times to him. So there's your, you know, you're looking for it, but it's still... He, we needed a, a young pitcher like that the moment to get to him, so he overthrows that curveball and it hangs just a little bit, and Jordan puts it in the second deck. Roger Clemens with us, brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 after every game, so he'll be joining us tomorrow morning. You've lost game one before of a series when you're at home. What kind of uh, pressure is there in that locker room today? Well, more importantly, the Astros have been been in this situation before, so they got a lot of veteran guys. I don't think that they're, um, you know, the the um, uh, again. All I can tell you is there's been games where when I was, um, uh, I don't know if it was when I was with Houston and, and and Gar was my manager or whatever, but I know in New York I pitched a lot of game threes and we had lost the first two. So you you you, you absolutely, if they lose this when they go to. They go up to Arlington, and and then now you have to start winning games. So now you you can't have any hiccups. You got to play a pretty clean game, which last night game was pretty clean. Other than you know, I think the um, you know Altuve watching it. You know that's that's you just got to be careful. With, you know you got to retag coming through there. That was crazy. And then uh, the only other situation which everybody was trying to talk about was uh, you know having. You know, maybe a pinch hit situation a little bit early in the game, but I, I just think it again it might have been too early in the game to do that with with JV um, and, and Maldi working uh, together the fourth inning. That's kind of tough. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, you got to pay. You know, you got to pay attention. Uh, the managers. You know, Boach did a good job. The only time I got fired up was when I saw Chapman coming in. Because it yeah. could be a, you, I mean, you t- I told you guys, it could be a disaster. And if, yeah. in what I know, it almost right was. Away, no, I, I noticed right away he got rid of his. Uh, you know, it was he, he had a he was doing a pause in his leg kick, like one of the, you know, a Japanese pitcher or a Korean pitcher. They have a little bit of pause and then they go. Mm-hmm. He didn't use that last night, so I don't know what was said or, or if Maddox, you know, their pitching coach told him to uh, get rid of that and go back to his old stuff, but. Um, normally, you know, he can be it, – it, it, could, it could turn into disaster really quick. I was super surprised to see him come in a 2 nothing game. Well, Bregman hits it just a little bit to the left, and it's a tie game, right? Exactly. He gets exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, worst part of the ballpark to hit it to is, is over there. And it's just – I mean, those are the little things in baseball that can kill you. But, Roger, it, it, Derek Jeter before the game picked the uh, Rangers in seven because no team with a losing record at home has ever made it to the World Series. This is just inexplicable, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, what well, they played just about five hundred. I think they were, I mean, they had a losing record by what two, two or by three, three games. Maybe. Three yeah. games. Was it yeah. three? Three. Yeah, games. I mean, Whew. it just 
you know, again, I can't, I can't count these boys out because, I mean, uh, unbelievable. They're doing this for the seventh straight year. I mean, it's, that's, that's just crazy in itself. And um, you got to trust they'll come out of it. They're going to have to get, like I said, always, he's going to be a little relaxed because they got a game under their belt, and he's going to turn it loose. He's pretty, he's pretty good. He's going to, you know, kind of a, a hometown guy. So he's going to be fired up uh, doing what he's doing. And, I just, again, you just hope his, his uh, secondary pitches aren't as sharp as they have been. Split finger can be devastating. He'll throw, he'll throw a boatload of them if the guys start getting on him early. But, again, it's a situation where, as a pitcher, you got to come out and, uh, and be ready to go. Now, Valdez, he can't, throw, he, can't, he can't throw those balls in the middle of the plate like he did uh, you know, in previous starts because it's, um, the, those pitches are very hittable. So it's going to be interesting to see how aggressive the Rangers are in the first couple innings uh, this afternoon. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You mentioned, you know, you had you guys had a really nice long run with the Yankees. Um, this is seven years now. Is there any, I mean, is there any fatigue when you're in as many pressure games and situations as a team as these guys have been in together? Is there a point where you become, you, got, you get a little postseason fatigue? Well, you, you have a handful of guys still that are just, like, really giddy about the situation. They've not been in this situation before. And uh, whether the guys on the bench or the extra guys they got in waiting that are on the bench, they're watching. So you, you, have, some, you have some good life over there and, and energy. And then, uh, again, I mean, that's, you, you got some, the veteran guys. That's why they do this. That's why they play all year to do this. So, uh, you know, I'm not, again, I, I'm not too worried about uh, – you know, one game and the guys bouncing back. Uh, if something happens crazy uh, today and they go down two nothing, then not, now you're in a corner. Now you now you really have to come. They talk about being on the ropes. You got to come out swinging uh, and get yourself off the ropes pretty quick. So it's it'll be um, you know it'll be loud in Arlington. You know, I mean, this is just like I said, it's a cool little deal having uh, you know the the the, uh, the championship series right here in the Lone Star State. So. Uh, but yeah, this is again heads up the first couple, two or three innings. That's what I watch guys settling in, and and uh, like I said, uh, the Rangers with JV, it was like uh, similar to having a minor league start when they when they send us on a minor league assignment uh, to go back, and, and and when you're coming back from a small injury or a strain or whatever, you you cannot get double A guys out or triple A. They're swinging from the get go, and. Uh, Again, the the Rangers came out and they were they were hacking immediately, and it was perfect timing to go right to your breaking ball, which JV did. And I think it, it can't be understated that getting men on base. I mean, not only from a scoring standpoint, but the way that bases were stolen this year, the way that there was disruption of pitchers. I mean, you only have a certain amount of throws over to first. You got a pitch clock. You know, I know that's something that behind the scenes the Astros have really focused on is is their ability to be disruptive with the pitch clock. And I know there's there's discussions about that in minor league systems about becoming more disruptive on the base pass in terms of annoying the pitcher. So I think that's that's another thing to try to get in Evaldi's head. I the Astros don't really do this much, but I think it would be curious. I think it would be interesting to see you know, somebody, we saw Altuve do it perfectly the other day, just lay down a bunt, just just try to bunt for a base hit, something to get the pitcher a little rattled off the mound, running and, and fielding and, and just kind of breaking up rhythm. I was surprised they didn't maybe try to, I was, actually I wasn't surprised, Roger, but 
what do you think about that as a pitcher when you've got a team trying to maybe small ball you a little bit just to try to break up your rhythm? Fantastic point. No, no doubt about it. When you, you you get somebody on base and you start running, running on me, or you laying down a bunt, especially on a a forty year old pitcher or somebody like Evaldi, uh, you can disrupt stuff in a heartbeat. So anything can happen, and it'll be depending on during the the, the break when everybody closed out their earlier series, if um, you know if you did any kind of PFP and bunting and stuff like that. The pitching and defense is major this time of year, and if you put a ball down on the ground, make a pitcher go field. I mean, anything can happen. It's like a fire drill, and uh, uh, I'm just telling you, those guys have really practiced. Uh, that JV got the comebacker in the first inning, and you know you 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 get the ball and you turn around. If you haven't done that in a while, you're throwing to an open area, so you got to whistle the ball. Not you know, your infielders may or may not be there at that time, and it's something you don't practice, and that and it can get away from you pretty quick if if you haven't. So that's a uh, again in in a tight in a tight game where somebody can uh, drag bunt, lay one down, you know make you know get the infielders moving. Anything can happen. Roger Clemens with us, brought to you by John Daspit and his law firm here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, and we really appreciate that. What did you see Fromber doing in his only other start in the postseason that he has to change today, Roger? Um, just the, the flat, the you know, the breaking balls were flat. I mean, again, he you know, like I said, I, I, the, the, the handful of times that I've been able to watch him this year, you know, you, you, you think about all the ground balls. So, but they've been getting the ball in there. They've been uh, a lot of the breaking balls are are up in the zone. Uh, the right-handers, he's you know throwing that backdoor sweeper, and it can't cannot catch a lot of the plate. It's more it's flat instead of going down to the you know right-handers back foot. Um, and then of course, Bregman and Pena, they're going to get a lot of action. They should get a ton of action over there on that side of the field. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, this is well, they've been we'll, playing great though defensively. They have. They've great. been they've been playing really well. Well, this is going to be a good one, Roger. They've got to go out there and get this. You got to win. You got to win game two. It's very very difficult to win if you. And, are, I, and, I, and I think I'm 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 not really sure. Again, I'm not trying to predict anything, but it's being a day game and getting right back to the stadium and getting things going. I think it's going to be good for Houston. Yeah, and then historically there are some guys that hit. Uh, Bregman hits Jordan hits over 700 against Yavalde. He's eight of 11. Uh, Altuve has five home runs and 38 at career at bats against him. Um, uh, Bregman hits over 400 with a thousand plus OPS. Kyle Tucker thousand plus OPS. So this is actually one of those matchups. Machete is is five of 15 career off of him. So uh, most of these guys, other than Brantley, hit him pretty well. So historically, they've got that going for him. I'm going to look to see if if um, Evaldi's got the two seamer in to Jordan that he can kind of start at him and freeze him and make him you know see how far in he's going to come, or if he's going to try and run it back for a strike on the inside corner. And then I would imagine you know again the fastball up is always the, the you know the way they call you know uh, north and south now instead of east and west, and then. Uh, you know, hopefully one of those split fingers don't go down like it's supposed to. And, and if they don't, they're like a batting practice fastball. They go a long way. <laughs> well, hopefully that happens with Ivaldi on the mound today. 
3.30 start, so let's go. Roger, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, uh, being with us once again, and we will talk to you again 8 o'clock tomorrow. Roger Clemens right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, brought to you by John Daspit. Rog, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks again, guys. All right, there's Roger Clemens here with us uh, after every game at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.